I'm back. <laughs> and yes, we we are hopefully <laughs> going to get back to our normal schedule. Yeah. So we're going to do our little morning time right now and we'll do afternoon. And I know you were shocked that I said, yeah, well, let's make sure that we get the camera on this because I'm the reason, by the way, that the camera hasn't been a thing. Um, but I'm also in the middle of losing weight. I'm really good. I cheated like crazy yesterday. <laughs> no, you did um, Huh? Not really. To me, I did. I had like six pieces of pizza over the course of the night. But um, I haven't been. And that's that's the good thing. Um, and we're obviously recording this on Sunday. But it's okay because, you know, that's just that's what we have to do sometimes. Excuse me. <coughs> so... Those are going to just happen, and those are just going to be a part of our podcast now when we have to clear our throats because it's better than going like this through the whole podcast. So <laughs> I figure it's just mm-hmm. easier easier for us. But, uh, yeah, I got home. What? I got home on Friday, right? Yes. Yeah. So I got home on Friday. I've been home for two days, and uh, yesterday was, was the first time that uh, – yeah, it was the first time I've, I've cheated. And I didn't, yeah, I mean, breakfast, I didn't have breakfast. So I was good there. Mm-hmm. Lunch, I had soup, sushi and sashimi. I'm good, <laughs> right? And then dinner, yeah, I had I had pizza. But I haven't had pizza in so long, and it wasn't just any pizza, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a place here that's called Pronto's, which is our favorite pizza. But they are also the most expensive pizza but they're allowed to be the most expensive pizza because for delivery the best pizza. they're absolutely um the best pizza it and sucks that they moved because it they were worth it to go walk down and mm-hmm. grab their pizza and bring it back because they were literally around yeah. the corner <laughs> yeah from and our we house. Miss them. so we miss them being there but oh, yeah. it's probably a good thing that they're not so because you know <sighs> money <laughs> so but uh yeah so got out on the road and uh Definitely learned exactly what my doctor told me and that I'm not supposed to be on the road. So um, that was not that was not great. Um, I had a truck that cut basically didn't cut me off, but almost cut me off um, in Madison, Wisconsin. And when he cut me off and it was it was a night truck um, when he cut me off, his inside front trailer uh, trailer tire on the driver's side blew out ripped off ripped into his tire behind it he swerved hard but it was one of those that the freeways were merging Mm -hmm. and so there was nowhere to go and so nothing i could do no way i was going to be able to smash on my brakes i had one pallet and truckers know this a lot of people think um that truckers it takes us longer to stop a a tractor trailer combo when it's full Mm -hmm. the truth is that's that's not the case it's longer to stop when it's empty because we don't have the extra weight on the trailer to help with that momentum and i had one pallet with one um with one barrel on it so 440 pound load but it was a five thousand dollar run from uh north carolina to um to wisconsin So, so what it turned out to be was that it was a cleaning hospital fluid or hospital cleaning fluid that somebody forgot to load up on the last one. They're like, hey, well, too bad. So they took the loss on that one. And anyways, so ripped out my front bumper and, 
you know, just wreaked havoc all the way through, ripped the coolant lines out. Um, so I had a coolant leak. Luckily, less than three miles up, I had a TA with a service center. They weren't busy. Got in there, told them what was going on. Um, one of the guys there, a really nice guy, his name was Jay. Thank you very much, brother, because I told him about the podcast and because they were listening to podcasts while I was there. So if you're listening, appreciate you. Um, and he had us in and out in an in under an hour. So he ran to he ran to Kenworth, didn't charge us for that, got the parts, had to replace an entire pipe, metal pipe, because that tire had ripped through it. And here's the here's the kick in the ass. The night driver never stopped. Never stopped. Just okay. kept going. Knew he blew out two of his tires. Oh, he blew out one of his tires. The other one guaranteed it's flat, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and he never stopped. So to that guy, pick one. <sighs> but yeah, my heart rate just went nuts like the whole time, the stress. But the thing is, is I never lost time in the runs. Mm-hmm. So you know that was that was a good thing, and uh, we were able to get up there. It was so crazy. We got up there. Every, everything in that run was nuts because we had to go up north, went up north, and we sh- we showed up the night before over to our, the company we work for, get there, we're there from 8 a.m., we have a load to pick up at 6 p.m., 45 minutes away. Okay. Plenty of time, right? Mm-hmm. Nope. Didn't have us out of there until almost 5.15. And so hauled because they just it there's a lot of inefficiencies hauled over got that we were good except we had to be there at 6 a.m the next morning right Mm -hmm. looked at it and from that time from we left when we left if with no breaks or anything we were there uh 4 45 okay so then they were like oh hey your appointment's not till 10 i was like this this is the stuff that i i need to help out with because it's kind of ridiculous right Get that load and then get that load going going up to Wisconsin. And with the that, they had a load, which is rare, that was heading back down to Texas, right? Mm-hmm. But it had to be able to be at the receiver by 6 p.m. on, on the second one, too. Okay. And so, uh, no, I'm sorry, 3 p.m., 3 p.m. on the second one. So we went and dropped that one off and put in the, in the thing and showed we weren't going to be there till 3.30. Called them up and, you know, like uh, – uh, we're waiting on our dispatcher to call the broker and to tell the broker what's going on. Right. And try to get somebody to stay there. And I'm like, Hey, I'll give him a hundred bucks, which by the way, my last hundred dollars cash. Cause I had to pay for the uh, coolant and all that stuff to get fixed. Mm-hmm. So the hose, because you know, um, so it's like, okay, last hundred bucks in cash. And I'm like, okay, right, so, but they're not getting a hold of anybody. So I told Amy, I'm like, all right, you know what? Here's the number that we have listed there. I'm like, I want you to call it. And so Amy calls the number, gets a hold of the receiver. Guy's name is Marquise, really nice guy. And he's like, oh, he's like, no, we'll be here till four. You're good. Seriously? Okay. Get there. It's an angled dock. And okay. it's a blindside driver's side. It's a blindside angle dock, right? And it's like, and I don't normally have problems with, with that. But, of course, it took me, for whatever reason, uh, it took me three times. Everything else I was just, you know, popping in, no problem. Took me three times to get lined up on that thing. I was like, okay, feeling stupid. Got that thing loaded up and then hauled down to Texas, make it down to Texas, right? And uh, we had a, a drop in Gainesville and we were making it on time. We were going to make our appointment. Everything was great. Everything was beautiful. Five 
miles before we got to our exit, Garmin says, 21 minutes has been added to your route with no explanation. Come to find out, an accident. And so we got there, but they were really good. They they weren't stressing. There wasn't really big. It was a brand new facility. Beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. like there wasn't enough... There wasn't enough tire marks to tell you where to make all your turns docking. <laughs> so so I ended up like taking I was like, nah, Amy, I, I don't think I had Amy dock it once. I was like, mm, so so I docked it, got got it docked and told the guys, hey, you need to find us a load. Da, 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 and it's like for for the weekend run. And man. And so I, I came home. Um, we went to Walmart. And uh, I checked my blood pressure. Wow. Like I didn't do a damn thing. Like my blood pressure was spiked. So not going. So it's like I, I have to avoid the road. It's what it comes down to. So and the suck part is that means that, you know, and, uh, you know, Amy's out there. Amy's a trooper about it, but she knows she kind of has to be right now. And uh, Keisha is going to be getting her license so that all that is done. Mm-hmm. But for the next 28 days, it's going to be a matter of you guys are going to have to somebody's going to have to be out on the road with her and even if it's only for three or four days at a time i i just yeah so so things are going to get interesting around here not excitingly interesting but interesting but i mean remember the titanic sinking was interesting so with that said (laughs) good morning and welcome to the stupid podcast on everything i'm joey and i'm kiki and we talk about everything because everything is stupid so what do we got this morning Three national days. Hey, I'm sitting on the same side as you. I can see him this time. Ooh. I, <laughs> Ooh, that one right there. Are you reading that one? I have all of them open. Oh, my reading. gosh, yes. Okay, I'm, I'm, oh, my two. I'm excited about two of these right off the bat. Okay, but we got three. Go yes. for it. Go for it. It is National Fried Clam Day. Mm-hmm. So National Fried Clam Day is observed annually on July 3rd. Fried clams are an iconic food in the New England states. Uh, seaside clam shacks or roadside restaurants serve these delectable nuggets and tend to be the primary sources for anyone seeking them. The clams are dipped in milk and coated with a combination of regular corn and or pastry flour. Then the coated clams are fried in oil. They can be clam strips, sliced part of uh, the sliced parts of the hard shell clams, mm-hmm. or whole soft shell clams. Whole soft shell clams impart a fully fuller flavor, however some restaurants remove the clam's neck. Um... In 1914, Lawrence Henry Chubby Woodman and his wife, <laughs> Bessie, opened up a small concession stand on Main Street in Essex, Massachusetts. What is that saying when somebody's nickname is Chubby? That they know how to cook. <laughs> I can't even argue that right now, but I'm working on it. All right. On weekends, they sold small grocery items, homemade potato chips, and fresh clams that Chubby dug it himself. At first, the business was slow, but on July 3rd, 1916, things began to change. On that day, Chubby complained to a local fisherman named Tar, who was visiting the stand. Business is slower than a couple of snails headed uphill. Um, Tar, while nibbling on the tasty homemade potato chips, noticed a bucket of clams nearby and jokingly said, Why don't you fry up some of your clams? If they're as tasty as those potato chips of yours, you'll never have to worry about having another customer, having enough customers. Fried clams were unheard of, and two other customers rewarded Tar's comment with cold stares. That's ridiculous, said one. The other one remarked, Clams have shells. The poor fisherman muttered, I wasn't serious, it was a joke. I know you can't fry clams like chips. However, when the three men left, Chubby and Bessie started to think about it. 
What if they did fry up some of the clams and sold them? If they tasted good, they would have created a way to increase the demand for their own shucked clams. There you go. Let's try it, Bessie said as she tossed a slab of lard into the fry pot usually used to uh, make potato chips. They shucked some clams and experimented with different batters, having some locals try them out. When the overall verdict was delicious, they knew they were onto something big. The next day, during the 4th of July parade, Chubby and Bessie presented the first fried clams to the citizens of Essex. The Yankee appetite has never been the same since. A year later, a Boston, uh, a, a Boston fish market advertised, now equipped to serve the new tasty treat, f- fried clams. And Howard Johnson, owner of a chain of restaurants on the East Coast, came himself to learn how to make fried clams from Chubby. On the backside of their wedding certificate, Lawrence and Bessie wrote what they considered to be important family events. The first two lines were the birth dates of their two oldest sons, Wilbur and Henry. The third line was the other important date in the family. It read, We fried the first fried clam in the town of Essex, July 3rd, 1916. Now, over a hundred years and six generations later, clams are still frying at Woodman's where it all began. So to observe National Fried Clam Day, go out for dinner with some friends and have fried clams. Try your hand at making your own fried clams and share them with your family and friends. And obviously, post your favorites on social media with National Fried Clam Day. I, I do, I, okay, obviously, I love fried clams. I mean, I, 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 but I love clams like i love seafood i i'll just say that there is only one item in the ocean that i've ever eaten that i will never put across my lips again and uh, i've i've tried it five different times from five different places telling me the same damn thing (laughs) you haven't had ours yet you know what it's all coming from the same distribution center never falling for it again and that is uni and for anybody who doesn't know uni is sea urchin row uh sea urchins are um wow what's it called when they have both sexes at the same time Uh, oh they're they're hermaphroditic hermaphroditic there we go and um so they all have eggs and it is that egg that they put most commonly on sushi and i've had it five different times in multiple different ways in those five different times because i've had two chefs that like found it that was going to make it a challenge that i would like this but here's the thing if you've never had it People, the first warning anybody has, right? When people tell you it's an acquired taste, yeah. How dangerous is that statement, right? It, yeah, because it means that what you're going, what you're going to put in your mouth is probably not going to be pleasant. Yeah. So people say about the the gross day that you always were reminding me of the fish in Wisconsin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh Ludafisk, yeah. the Ludafisk festival. Yeah, I still want to do. Oh man, I was up there. I could have grabbed some. Oh well. Damn. I'm so glad that you did not remember. That's okay. No, that's that's fine. I saw gefilte fish at Walmart, so that'll be a, a good second for oh, us. Oh, what? Gefilte fish. It's, uh, it's actually Israeli Jewish, so I've had it, and uh, I'm going to bless you all with the same no, thing. No, because oh. I, I'm not going to eat. You can't say <laughs> that you're not going to try sea urchin over and over and over no, again. No, but I have tried it. You haven't tried gefilte fish, but anyway, that's what people say about it, is it's an acquired taste. Kay. I'm not going to oh, eat no, no, it. Oh, no, no, no. Gefilte fish isn't an acquired taste. It's horrible. It, um, <laughs> so... To me, but there's there's it's it's a texture thing more of a name than a taste one thing. thing that I like that you don't like a food, not like a sweet. Oh, well, that's not fair because sweets are foods. No, but because you're not a sweets person. I mean, of all the foods that you don't like, I also you don't are like more what do fickle I like about that? food than I am. Yeah, though. so why are you gonna so, tell me this? Okay. is horrible, and then try to get Anyways, me to eat it. it. It'll happen. So, I, <laughs> but uni, which is sea urchin row, in and 
I apologize if nobody's for, for the people who aren't able to get this reference. It smells like a bad, it tastes like a bad marina smells. And specifically, the taste I was able to nail it down to that I actually had a, a, a sushi chef I in the Bay Area. He couldn't argue with me when I said this. Um, it has the texture of algae. And it's, it tastes like Pier 39 smells in the heat of June when the sea lions are basking out on the, on the docks. And sea lions, look, everybody's like, oh, nature, and it's so beautiful. And yes, when they're out by an ocean and the waves are lapping, you have one benefit of being able to see seals and sea lions that you don't have when they're all on a fishing dock where they can't even take the boats out. And that is the smell. They are non-discriminate where they excrement, right? And it's just horrible. Mm -hmm. And that is how I describe uni. And nobody has argued that. I have had it with quail egg. I have had it with multiple different kinds of fish. I have had it with, and, and that is the only thing I don't like. But anyways, that all said, with the exception of that, there is nothing from the ocean that I've had that I didn't like. I've had sea cucumber. I liked it. I have had jellyfish. I liked it. I've had pretty much everything I can get my hands on, including stuff that is not legal for sale in the U.S. Um, so, you know, um, just just putting that out there. But like fried clams... I think fried clams are amazing. I think they're really good when they're done right. They're not overly chewy, and they're really good. Have I ever even had clams yet? Because um, you tried to get me to like scallops, and I remember you were you had the same impression. No, of I, you were like, oh yeah, had yeah, them. you did, and you liked them. You, I when? remember Aqua Farms accidentally sent me the clams, and I put it in the pasta, and you loved oh, it. Oh yeah, you stinking <laughs> loved I it. That. It was really yeah. good. No, no. So yeah. I, I, Aqua, Aqua Farms, Aqua Stone. Um, I don't think either one of those is right. I think I'm wrong. I think I'm going to be nice to these guys because they are pretty awesome. So let's go. Cherry Stone Aqua Farms. There we go. So Cherry Stone Aqua Farms had, uh, we had ordered, uh, we, we order from them on a regular basis and up until recently, obviously. Um, and they sent us, we ordered uh, 50 oysters. Yeah, we ordered 50 oysters. And instead, they accidentally sent us 50 clams. Showed them the picture, showed them the tag, because it had the tag and everything on it. They were like, oh my gosh, they next day rushed it out. However, it was a weekend, so we weren't going to get it in time because we were having people over. And mm -hmm. so I had to, I'm like, okay, what do you want with these clams? They're like, yeah, enjoy them. And I was like, okay. So I cooked those, and you absolutely went to town for them. But that's, see, that's, and that's my point, is I think fried clams are delicious. But there's so many better ways. Because you say I was kind of expecting you to say that because that's how you feel about oysters. You'll eat yeah. fried oysters if they're there, but you'd mm -hmm. rather have them raw, right? Because so. yeah, the health benefits and and I like small oysters compared to large oysters. And we tell everywhere we go, everyone we tell that to, we're like, hey, small oysters would be better. So, um, you know, that's just kind of where that is. By the way, I think Kelly might have some oysters, and if she does, I'm gonna probably hit her up. So, so that's where that is. But, but. Clam, the fried clams are delicious, and they're good when I, when it's another chef. It's because it's one of those things that they're hard to mess up. So, but yeah, they're they're really good. But yeah, you've had clams, and you've had really good clams, and you <laughs> went to absolute town. I think you had the biggest pile of shells at the end of that, but it was absolutely worth it. So, and I I won't talk about how I cooked them just because that'll take way too much time, and you've got two other days to still go through, <laughs> and one of which I'm excited about. Go for it. Um, it is also National Chocolate Wafer Day. 
So if you love chocolate, National Chocolate Wafer Day on July 3rd allows you to indulge in a delicately sweet cookie with a history. Have one for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Also called sugar wafers, these delicate snacks melt in your mouth. Made since the mid-1800s in the United States, makers called the cookies by many names. Wafer cookies, sugar wafers, sugar biscuits, fairy wafers. While many enjoyed them as snacks, they also became favorite after-dinner treats or served during teas. Lightly flavored and layered with a creamy filling, the thin cookies delight folks of all ages. Numerous companies produce them in North America. Regardless of the company, each one considered the production of these cookies an art form. They took pride in everything from their ingredients to the employees and the recipe to the packaging. Over time, companies merged. By the 1930s, the number of production companies dwindled. Today, they remain an American favorite. With a waffle surface pattern and thin layers, these cookies make an excellent addition to ice cream. Use them as an ingredient in cakes and cheesecakes. While you're baking, use them to decorate too. If you prefer pie, crushed wafers make a delicious chocolate crust. There are so many ways chocolate wafers can be enjoyed. If you've never tried them, this holiday is the time to give them a whirl. No matter where or how you are eating your wafers, these tasty treats are positively worth celebrating. So to observe National Chocolate Wafer Day, while you're picking up a few to celebrate, be sure to share with a friend. Maybe play a game of Jenga with them while you snack. Build a log cabin. Remember, they are chocolate. Dip them in your coffee or tap a couple on a cupcake for someone's birthday. And obviously, share your favorite recipes or companies that make them (laughs) on social media i love these things i don't know if i love the chocolate ones more than i like the lemon ones Mm -hmm. but i love wafers i it's one of those things that i can't eat a lot of them because if i eat a lot of them then it starts to they start to be not good to me i don't know why there's certain things like that but it's like not like oh man it's too rich you know i gotta stop eating it but just straight up they just start tasting awful if i eat too any of them and i think it more so has to do with the texture than how they taste but either way if you hand me like lemon wafers i will eat the entire package even after my body is saying stop eating them because i love i love them so much i don't like them on ice cream because i like them to be their you know crunchy texture if you put them in ice cream they start to get soggy Mm -hmm. and i hate that they're awful when they're soggy which is why i also am so unused to things like this that i really like i'm so unused to having them out here because it's always so humid and so i'm so used to like there's certain things that i like better stale per se like oreo cookies i literally people get so disgusted (laughs) when oreos get soft Mm -hmm. i love them the softer that they get but i want i want them crunchy if i'm like putting them in ice cream but if i'm just eating them they're just so much better when they're stale (laughs) but then there's other things like the wafers or like pirouines that if i i'm so used to not having to close up any of my any of my food so tightly but like all of those things are just awful pirouines taste so much worse if they are not crunchy it's the same thing with the cereals and so i can't imagine it'd be much different with wafers because they're mm, they have to be crunchy (laughs) for me to like them yeah but no i think it it, in i've had the chocolate the vanilla and the lemon and i think it goes lemon chocolate vanilla as far as how much i like them which is weird because i don't really like chocolate flavored things but the wafers uh, we found first for it being the opposite i don't really like the vanilla ones they're too plain to me Mm mm-hmm so well, and have you ever just frozen and no. eaten them frozen? Y- you should try that. So, because that's the only way I actually like them. Have you ever? Why would? How does? What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the the cream filling when you freeze them has more of an ice cream type coating to your tongue. So in doing that, the flavors are actually you'll feel you'll taste them more. Now, I don't like the chocolate one 
What? Um, and I don't like the vanilla one. But the lemon one, when I was a kid, well, okay, so understand this. And, uh, oh, according to somebody, my sis, one of my sisters is listening to our podcast. And so if you're seeing this video, again, pick. I don't care. Um, but anyways, she used to steal my food all the time. Mm-hmm. She would steal my stuff. And, like, I had my own little little thing, you know, and she would steal it, right? And then I was crazy for thinking that, blah, blah, blah. Well, then I found out that if I put hid things in the freezer, she never looked. She didn't look. Because we had an ice cream freezer. Okay. But she didn't, she wouldn't look in the freezer. So I hid my lemon wafers in the freezer. And when she was gone, I went and took, I would go into my room and squirrel mode them, you know, run into my room and be like, you know, eating them just like, uh, like a squirrel. And oh my god, the the lemon one. It was oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. And so that was the way I did it. Then something happened when my taste buds changed, and I just stopped liking wafers, like pretty much all around. You don't think you've ever seen me buy them? No. So I've only ever seen Amy buy them. Yeah, and the only time I even do the purulines is if you guys have ones that have like the chocolate, you know, because I like them with the chocolate. That's the only, well, I, okay, I was going to say that's the only ones I like, but mm-hmm. I've since uh, discovered their lemon ones, their Meyer lemon ones. Oh my God, they're so good. <laughs> they're, they're literally, and they're like that perfect, that perfect lemon that you only can have a couple of them before it's just like, okay, I can't eat anymore. Mm-hmm. I won't sit down and eat those like too many because I love them so much. So I think... That I feel, I probably feel about the lemon pirouettes how I felt about lemon wafers when I was younger. Because I can't imagine that I would eat like a lot of them to this day. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, you can overdo it. But if you freeze them, it's pretty awesome because then you can actually do them in ice cream and things like that and they don't get soggy. Now I want to try it with the lemon pirouettes. But I haven't been able to find them. They have two flavors. I think the lemon ones have to be like the summer flavor. But Mm -hmm. the spring ones are strawberry and I don't like those. Tabby loved them. Yeah. I don't like strawberry sweets. It's not unless you are handing me specifically a strawberry shortcake that you made. It's just I don't like mm-hmm. strawberry desserts. I hate strawberry ice cream so much. I hate strawberry froyo. I hate uh, strawberry syrup on any of the thing. It's just it's awful to me. The only way that I'll have something sweet as far as strawberries go is if it's in a fruit salad or it's like strawberry banana smoothies. Like I just mm-hmm. don't like. I don't know. I, I'd rather just eat a strawberry. <laughs> but yeah, no, <laughs> but I'm a hundred percent exactly that. And that's and that's kind of my my feeling with a lot of these foods that have because look there's no lemon in lemon wafers there's not you know if you're lucky and you get a higher end one you might get one that uses lemon zest mm-hmm. as part of it but for the most part no there's there's a, a happy host of chemicals that give that fake lemon flavor there's nothing wrong with that i like there are foods that i like the fake flavors of more than i like the real flavors of banana is one of those i love really? banana I like pudding both. I love banana pudding, but if I was to choose between it, no, I eat bananas, but if I was to choose between the two, the flavor of banana pudding is See, better to me than the flavor. Yeah, I don't but then there's others that I'm like, how the hell did those flavors even, you, you decide that was the flavor. Who decided the flavor of grape was cough syrup? I, I don't like, know. Like, somebody was like, <clears throat> oh, it's horrible. What are we going to call it? Grape. But like, I feel like that's it, which I did want to. I I keep meaning to tell you. Mm-hmm. I I said it. I kind of touched over it in one of the other episodes. I I have completely gotten over my not liking grape mm-hmm. because it just 
it just faded finally there's certain things uh, certain certain flu wow super <laughs> certain <laughs> keeping foods, it in <laughs> certain foods that mm-hmm. still have grape flavors that specifically that grape flavor is just so awful mm-hmm. and that's why i don't like it but like We're i don't to you pull flavor right <laughs> but i don't pull the the grape skittles out of my skittles anymore unless mm-hmm. it's like an overly abundant amount and i'm like this is kind of ridiculous <laughs> and then i'll give a few away but yep. like that's it that i will start i've eaten those i don't care about like the grape nerds i don't care like i i'm over it it's not that big of a deal anymore yeah no but I, I i get it yeah and then but but and that's good that's actually really good to me because i love grape flavor I love imitation grape that's flavor. Not, then it's not good for you because but I was giving you all the grape things. Yeah, because I do like those, right? And but but they don't taste anything like grape, right? Yeah. Like I can get watermelon from watermelon candy. Yes. There's there's it's there, right? Especially because after I made that sh- that watermelon syrup, that's mm-hmm. straight up watermelon candy. Right, and I I can make I can get strawberries from strawberry candy, right? Mm-hmm. Lemons from lemon, mm-hmm. but but <laughs> but grape. Yeah. N- there is no grape I've ever had in my entire but life. That's how I feel about blue raspberry. What the yeah. f is a blue raspberry? Oh, it's a thing. I, what? Yeah, there. I oh. just, but it still just bugs me though because I'm like, I, I don't get it. You can't. I, I don't know because raspberry things don't taste like raspberry to me unless it's literally a, like specifically, what the heck? Yeah, those look photoshopped. They're not. They're you not, cannot tell me that they, those they out in nature are that vividly blue. Yeah, they are. Why? Because I'm messing with you. <laughs> so they don't exist. <laughs> no, not okay. like that. I was going to say, that's, no, because even red things aren't that red. No, okay. they, they are, there are blue raspberries. They are more, they're more of a purple in flavor. Yeah, because I was going to say, even blueberries are blue. They're, they're mm-hmm. a dark, dark, dark blue that resembles purple. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, but at, at the same time, yeah, and blue raspberry tastes nothing like yeah. raspberries it's, in any yeah. way, shape, or form, which, you know, it's it's like, whatever. It, it's just one of those things that it is weird. Now, I like blue raspberry, and some of my favorite f- sour things are blue raspberries. But I don't like but berries. I feel mm-hmm. like that's what I've, like, what it's morphed to, is that the grape hate is finally starting to dissipate and it's morphing into I don't like mm-hmm. raspberry or berry flavored things because they're just I don't know it's such a boring basic flavor to me. It's how I feel about uh oh man like some of my favorite some of my favorite candies that have like mixed flavors and everything mm-hmm. when you pick basics out of things they always there's always a blue raspberry yeah. and I'm like why it's not that good. I feel like it's nobody says all my favorite flavors blue raspberry. No, like I've never heard someone and, tell me that. I, and I and I'll tell you and, and this is the actual truth of it because I have to play with you sometimes but it is 100% marketing, right? Because here, let, let me go through this. Dumb. Watch. No, 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 cuz I, I want to explain this and I understand this as a marketer, I understand this, right? What color is strawberry? Red. What color is watermelon? Red. What color is cherry? Red. Okay. I can go down a whole list of things that are red, yeah. right? What color is blue? Blueberry. Uh, but nothing is ever blueberry flavored. No. That's what I don't understand. Why? Blueberries are good. Blueberry flavor is good. That's why we wake up and the you know, first breakfast <laughs> foods that pop into people's head are blueberry waffles or pancakes. But, but we don't have blueberry but, candy. But, right. But why? the thing is, but the, but the thing, because the flavor of blueberry is generally a more muted flavor versus the uh, turned up flavors that we have in things like, but that's like those other. It's the same for watermelon. Watermelon does not have a okay. vivid flavor. Right. So, so why don't you figure out a way to 
make an awesome flavor of blueberries, right? And then of actual blueberries, because even down to blueberry syrup, if you guys are having your Smucker's blueberry syrup, look at the ingredients no, no, list no, no, no. and be sad. I like the blueberry jam that we get. It's my mm-hmm. favorite jam that we have in the house, and it always bugs me because everybody will go after it because they think it's the blackberry jam, and mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not. It's my blueberry one, and they don't really like it that much. But I love it because it tastes actually like blueberry. I put okay. blueberries in my oatmeal and everything because I love blueberries, but... I don't get it. It's it's the jam. Uh, knowing that the jam is as sweet as it is makes is what makes me not understand why we don't use blueberry more in other things mm-hmm. because the flavor was perfect. Yeah, we actually have a blueberry farm like ten minutes from here. Yeah, so. I know. I want to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said that yeah. this last time. Yeah. So okay. Anyways, we have one last day. Yes. Jump to our last day here. Right. It is National Eat Your Beans Day. So, National Eat Your Beans Day is yep. a live healthy holiday observed every year on July 3rd. This day celebrates the bean vegetable in all sh- sizes, shapes, and colors. Beans date back to the early 7th millennium BCE, making them one of the longest cultivated plants. As they were 7 millennia ago, today beans are a significant source of protein. If you're looking for complex carbohydrates, folate, fiber, and iron, eat some beans. They are excellent sources for each of those. A very he- healthy choice for any meal or snack. They are also an excellent source of fiber, low in fat and high in complex car- carbohydrates, folate, and iron. There are approximately 40,000 bean varieties in the world. Yep. Only a fraction of these varieties are mass-produced for regular consumption. That's a lot of beans. How do we know which ones to choose? Snacking on chickpeas provides us with the best with one of the best choices. Also known as garbanzo beans, these legumes pack a whopping 12.5 grams of fiber, mm-hmm. 71% of the daily recommended intake of folate, 81 RDI of manganese, and 26% RDI of iron per serving in one cup yep. add chickpeas to stews you like would uh <coughs> the stews like you would any other bean however they also roast nicely with your favorite herbs and spices for a delicious and healthy snack so to observe national eat your beans day head over and find your favorite recipe to use and eat some beans you can try with some kind of uh bean and garlic and stuff dip or like a black bean chili recipe or anything along those lines and I will tell you something that is amazing. I've made it once, and they need to make it again because I don't think I've made it since you and I have nope. known each other. But uh, if you're one of those people that you like hummus, you like chickpeas in general, and you kind of like, well, I get kind of worn out with it, definitely go with air-fried chickpeas. They are ridiculously good. They're ridiculously good for you, right? And you can... Do whatever you want with them. Coat them with like garlic and, you know, uh, a little bit of sesame oil, something al- along those lines. Put them in the air fryer. I, I do just a little bit of avocado oil um, because it can handle the heat better. And then when you're doing it that way, um, huh, you know, you're, you're trying to put them in your mouth before they're cool enough to put in your mouth. They're just crispy, happy, delicious. And you can't overeat. Uh, you can, if I, in case anybody heard, heard can't. You can overeat them, but they are, but they're ridiculously good. And if you're on a calorie, uh, calorie restrictive diet, and so I would suggest eating these and, and not even counting them because they're so good for you. The health benefits of them from the fiber and you talked about, you know, to protein and everything that's in, in, in beans. Um, it's so ridiculously good. And these make a great uh, crouton substitute for anybody who's trying to watch their, their calories on them but you can season them up in any way smoked paprika is a good seasoning for them um however when it comes to something like smoked paprika or or some of those 
and I think it's something that people don't do often enough or understand often enough, um, the volatile oils that are in things like smoked paprika would say, don't put this that seasoning on there until after they've cooked. You're going to burn them, you know. So, so 400 degrees, 15 minutes, give them a shake, check them, see if they're nice and crispy. You know, if they've got that nice crispy outer shell, don't shake them too hard because once they are crispy, you can shake them into powder. So, <laughs> but they're absolutely delicious. So, anyways, so this afternoon, we, we've got... Um, a lot to talk about. We got a lot. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. There's some stuff that I can't talk about yet that I want to talk about so you guys understand why I had to go on the road. Um, but I got to be careful with that right now. Um, but we're going to talk about this weekend. We're going to talk about the stuff that we've done this weekend. Um, but also just kind of the backlash right now because there's a lot of stuff going on. Supreme Court made a lot of decisions. And again, it's going to be great because the diversity between the two of us and you're going to realize just what we actually end up agreeing on is kind of crazy. It gives me hope for the world. So anyways, until then, thank you so much for joining us and peace out with your peace out. Bye.